Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hello everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of Decoding the Unknown. As always, I'm your host, welcome to the show. Uh, sorry, I should have introduced but I'm your host, Simon. Welcome to the show. What happens here on my right? In this case, Ilza has written me a script. What happened to the ancient Maya? Um, I've never read it before. I'm going to read it. I'm going to react to it. We're going to explore it together, maybe decode it. Is there really much of a mystery here? I think Ilza wrote to me and was like, Simon, is there much of a mystery? I, I, like, I don't know. They used to be this big civilization. They were, were they killed by the Spanish or was that the Incas? Look, I don't really know. This was never a period of history that I studied. I probably made videos about it. People were like, Simon, you've covered this in depth on another channel. I'm like, yeah, maybe. I've done a lot of videos, okay? Give me a break. I can't remember everything. Let's just jump in, shall we? On one nice day in the jungles of western Honduras, a small boy is running down the main street of Capan toward the central plaza with a tiny dog short on his heels. He runs past a young woman carrying a basket. She shakes her head, watching the carefree young boy and the yapping dog running with wild abandon, and briefly wonders where they're going before continuing on her way home. Before she ducks into her house, she notices an old man carrying a heavily laden pack on his back. Judging from the produce, he was most likely a farmer here to trade. She enters her home to start making dinner for her family, and the father trudges onwards. He has much to do before he can return to his farm. It's just a day like any other. And then suddenly, it all ended. There are many stories about what happened to the ancient Maya. Some stories claim that hundreds of Maya citizens in the cities of Capan, Piedras Negras, Palco, Menche, and oh my god, other unpronounceable places, among others, left their homes within the span of one week, though some believe all this happened on a single day. Was it the Mayans who had that calendar? In like, was it in 2012 or was that that movie? 2012 with John Cusack? There was something about a Mayan calendar ending. And it's like, oh my god, the world's gonna end because the Vine calendar ends. And it's like, if you looked at a PC from like 1940, too early, 1970s, and its calendar just went up to the year 2000 because people were like, well, no one's gonna be using this computer in the year 2000, are they? Why would we make it go to that date? People in the future won't assume once they found this computer and dug it out of a trash heap somewhere that the world is gonna end, that the world would end, or let's say it's in 2100 or whatever, or 3000, whenever they have the calendar, like the maximum date. No one would think, oh, that's when the world's gonna end. It'd be just like, well, obviously no one thought this machine would be in use, much like a Mayan calendar. Why do people think the world was gonna end? Why are people so stupid? Let me interrupt today's episode to tell you about our fantastic sponsor today, and that would be Factor. Look, it's the busy fall season just around the corner, and you might be looking for some wholesome, convenient meals for those busy, busy days. Well, Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, and they can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, you'll eat well, and you'll stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Look, everyone's busy. Oh, I hate going to the grocery store. I try to do it as absolutely as little as possible. And Factor, not only did they stop you, go, help you not go to the grocery store to like spend ages looking for ingredients and then waiting in line, um, you, uh, you also skip the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning up. It's all super easy. Plus, you might be thinking, oh, I could get takeaway. Yeah, but that's always unhealthy, isn't it? That's not going to be good for you but factor it's easy and it's good for you and think about how long is delivery going to take to get delivered 
while Factor is ready in two minutes. You just simply heat it and you're good to go. And did I say it's healthy? I definitely said it's healthy. It's the way to go. Look, I mean, they've even got extra healthy options. There's, uh, what do they call them? Calorie smart meals. 550 calories or less per serving, which is fantastic. Plus, snacks. Yes, round out your snack supply. They've got 45 and more add-ons. There's breakfast items, apple cinnamon pancakes, that sounds great. Bacon and cheddar egg bites. Yes, please. Potato, bacon, and egg breakfast skillets. Yes. Plus, they got juices if you want something a little bit healthy to start your day, and shakes and smoothies. It's all very delicious, isn't it? This August, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com decoding50 and use the code decoding50 to get 50% off. That's code decoding50 at factormeals.com decoding50 to get 50% off. For an unknown reason, they fled north, or that's what the smart people say. The truth, according to the more creative among us, <laughs> is that thousands of people, the majority of the Maya population, simply vanished without a trace in a very short period. Ilza, in this one, we should probably listen to the smart people, because they're probably historians and academics and archaeologists, whereas the creative people are like, it was aliens! <laughs> Creatively stupid. They didn't take their tools, their pots, or other belongings. Surely, immigrants trying to make a fresh start would need seed corn, but that too was left behind. Families left their homes after preparing elaborate meals, but before eating them, the great cities of the Maya were hastily abandoned and then forgotten, swallowed up by the jungles. If there were survivors of whatever catastrophe befell them, why didn't anyone return home, or at the very least, return to loot the cities and the temples? How did the entire Maya civilization simply vanish? without a trace. I'm gonna guess, I'm gonna guess, a bit of a spoiler alert here, that they moved on. Maybe to the north, like the smart people say. Just a guess, just a little prediction of where this video might be going. But stay tuned! <laughs> Why do you spoil it, Simon? Although everyone watching this channel, there's no way you're watching me like, oh yeah, I came here to hear about aliens. I came here to hear about the Mars who were abducted by aliens and taken to Mars, where they became farmers and built canals and... Canals? Canals and shit. The story of the Maya. The ancient Maya was fascinating, mysterious, and highly advanced culture, once covering much of Central America, all the way from Belize through Guatemala and southern Mexico. Was this the culture that built all those temples and shit that hadn't figured out the wheel? <laughs> I mean, obviously the wheel's an incredible invention, but the stuff, if it wasn't the Maya, it was one of these other, like, ancient civilizations or whatever. They built all this incredible shit, and they were just dragging it around. It'd be like, guys, guys, look, look. This is a wheel. <laughs> They cultivated crops, domesticated wildlife, built great cities with pyramids and temples that are still architectural marvels to this day, and they were known for their advanced knowledge and understanding of mathematics and astronomy. Okay, maybe it wasn't these dudes who didn't invent the wheel, because look, you got maths and astronomy, like you're looking at the stars and being like, this one goes here and this one goes, and you haven't got a wheel? Come on. I did take a little bit of poetic license in the introduction. The farmer would be carrying his produce since the Maya didn't use the wheel. They didn't use the wheel! It'd be carrying the produce! Ilza puts it like they didn't use the wheel. They invented it, they just didn't like it very much. They were like, that's witchcraft. They understood the concept of the wheel, they just had no use for it. What? What does it have concepts? Who doesn't have use for the wheel? It's literally like the most useful thing. They were like, I was joking about them inventing it and then being like, nah, we don't like it. It's witchcraft. Wait, they actually knew about it and then were like, nah, we'd just rather carry shit. Yeah, dragging big stones are out works. Great. However, while we know they kept dogs, we don't know if the dogs were pets or food. Maybe both. I mean, if you're hungry enough, you could eat your dog. Uh, people wouldn't, though, would they? People would starve to death before eating their dogs, which I find bizarre. Even if I had a dog I really liked, it'd be like, sorry, Fido. 
really hungry. <laughs> Bosh! Our young boy might have been running down the street with a jaguar club, one of the many mysteries of the Maya. The Maya was not a single empire as it didn't have a central ruler. This might have played a role in their eventual downfall. Rather, it was a collection of city-states with a shared culture and religion much like ancient Greece. Of course, some rulers were richer or more powerful than others. Sometimes the city-states coexisted peacefully, and at other times they engaged in minor skirmishing, infighting, or just all-out war. Contrary to popular belief, the Maya weren't the pacifist, peace-loving elves of Middle-earth. They practiced human sacrifice and engaged in civil war fairly regularly. Wait, people think the Maya are peace-loving? If someone said Maya to me, the first thing I'd think about is them, like, uh draining the children of blood on the top of pyramids or capturing their enemies so they could make sun uh blood sacrifice of their sun gods pacifists is not what comes comes to mind but maybe that's just me maybe i do know more about the maya than i think because so far i've been right about the wheel thing i was right i'm pretty sure i'm right about that old blood sacrifice thing to keep the the sun happy or some crazy shit like that between 1500 bc and 200 bc an era known as the pre-classic period the maya saw great advancement in agriculture and urban development however it's what happened in the classic period that has researchers still scratching their heads during the classic period between 200 and 900 ce the maya civilization reached its peak they refined their pyramid-like temples and palaces though we don't know if these palaces were ever used as residents for the elite of maya society or whether they had some other use wait could you go inside the temples I've been to like some again it's like really it's a bit embarrassing I don't remember I went to Mexico and I went to see these like big temples that they have uh, temples pyramids they weren't hollow though they were just big mounds of rock Re very impressive big mounds of rock but I'm pretty sure there weren't like secret passages inside like the ones in Egypt the Maya collapse as it's called occurred somewhere between 800 and 1000 CE according to some stories the entire Maya population simply abandoned their cities and disappeared sometime during the 8th or 9th century while this is an exciting tale that is just not what happened the Maya civilization didn't collapse in spectacular fashion on the exact same hour and on the exact same day. During the 800 to 1000 CE time period, some cities rose when others fell. In the 8th and 9th centuries, Tikal declined due to environmental problems and political upheaval. However, in Chichen Itza, the population actually increased. When Chichen Itza declined due to drought in the 11th century, Mayapan started to thrive. Much of what we know of the Maya today comes from books written in Mayapan's heyday and from descendants of the Mayapan. Maya who survived the Europeans. Deciphered glyphs at several Maya sites indicates that the culture was still thriving in the 9th century. The last recorded date on a Maya stella is 904 CE, after which the record goes silent, suggesting that the stonemasons stopped building temples and making stella. The largest Maya city, Tikal, the capital of one of the city-states, was the last to be abandoned. So, uh, no, it didn't happen overnight, did it? People are like, oh, I might have happened overnight. Yeah, but it didn't. We know that for a fact. History tells us that. It's well established. Come on now. Scholars believe that at its height, the classic Maya population may have been as much as 20 million people. However, after the collapse, around 95% of the Maya were unaccounted for. Many researchers agree that it was their political system that collapsed, not their society. However, despite all they left behind, and contrary to what the conspiracy theorists would have you believe, they left a lot behind, there are still many unanswered questions surrounding the Maya, and more specifically, what happened to their flourishing civilization. So far, it just sounds like, you know, civilizations rise and fall. That's what happens cities rise and fall one city becomes less important then it becomes more important again like this has happened like i don't know 
It's happened in Europe many times. Reason for Collapse Theories about what happened to the once great Maya civilization run the gamut from very plausible, likely environmental factors to downright absurd like alien invasion or supernatural forces. There we go. Would it be a decoded the unknown episode if aliens weren't brought up, would it? We do know that dozens of urban areas like Tikal went from bustling cities to abandoned ruins in a period of roughly 200 years, so whatever happened, it was a gradual process, or at least that's what the scientists and the ever-elusive and sinister they want you to believe. To keep things interesting, I've decided to start with the more improbable and downright ridiculous theories and then work our way out of madness to sanity. So, let's kick things off with everyone's favorite villain, the Spanish. While the Spanish were not the only Europeans to try and conquer the Americas, they were certainly the most successful, especially in Central and South America. This makes them the most popular evildoers when the topic of destruction arises. Yeah, I could be like, maybe it was the other one, but when the conquistadors go in, and there's that big city and they they rally one of the other cities against the big city look i don't really remember it wasn't the maybe it was the incans not the mayans and i'm guessing because we're starting at the most ridiculous theories that it's not the spanish although aliens is obviously more ridiculous than the spanish because i've met several spanish people never met an alien don't misunderstand me when the spanish conquistadors and those under their command arrived in the 15th and 16th centuries they made a proper dent in local populations both internet intentionally by torturing and killing locals and unintentionally by spreading disease they also destroyed enough maya writings and books to fill a library as they considered it all to be superstition and heathen and they were there to save some souls apparently destroying books seemed like a good way to go about it the result of this mayhem is that we're left with little a little of recorded maya history okay so they arrived way later basically if this destruction is happening in the 15th and 16th centuries didn't we say that ma was out of the picture by the 11th century so uh yeah it wasn't spanish they were way too late i found quite a few websites claiming that the spanish destroyed the maya they did a thorough job of destroying what was left of the maya culture conquered maya lands and many had many of the locals tortured and killed in the search for gold however the maya civilization collapsed about 500 years before the spanish arrived so while they were guilty of a great number of atrocities and they certainly killed and displaced a whole lot of the maya people that were left the collapse of the great maya civilization is one thing that the spanish didn't do so if it wasn't the spanish we need to look further afield and find those responsible for the disappearance of the maya which brings me to a theory that i'll be using in a novel soon aliens wait ilza you were like let's go from least ridiculous to, to uh, most ridiculous to least ridiculous and you started off with the spanish and i know it obviously wasn't them because they were there 500 years earlier but aliens is slightly less ridiculous <laughs> For those of you familiar with the X-Files, I have a confession. I loved the X-Files as a kid. I was, have I told this story before? I'd always like, X-Files would be on like, it was on like Friday night or something before Friends. And I'd always watch the X-Files and I'd be so scared after the X-Files. I'd be like, oh, I don't like it. I'd watch Friends and it would make me feel better. But then as soon as Friends ended, I'd start thinking about the X-Files again and be scared. <laughs> For those of you familiar with the X-Files, I have a confession. I was one of those kids with the I believe posters because I really do believe that extraterrestrial life exists. Yes, me too. Do I believe that they've come to Earth? No. Do I believe that the end of the Maya civilization? Certainly not. I just think they're smart enough to avoid this planet. Perhaps the Maya shared this belief because they put a lot of time and effort into observing and understanding the night sky. Many of their temples and pyramids align with the celestial bodies, so the stars were clearly a very important part of their lives and belief system. This much is fact. Apparently, the seven most important pyramids in Tikal's Grand Plaza form the same geometric pattern as the seven stars of Pleiades constellation. If you think you've heard this name before, you have. Ancient alien theorists love this particular star system and claim it was revered by many ancient cultures around the world, though I have my doubts about the truth of this statement. Yeah, 
You should have your doubts about many of the truths of the eight statements on Ancient Aliens, because uh, Ancient Aliens, not a real thing. I mean, it's a real TV show, but Ancient Aliens coming to the Earth and building the pyramids and all of that shit, it's not real, and it's vaguely racist. Allegedly. According to believers, there's only one logical reason why all the knowledge of the Maya would have been lost. The Maya disappeared suddenly and didn't have time to pass all their accumulated knowledge along to the next generation, or there just wasn't a next generation to pass it on to. Except there was. They didn't disappear overnight, and we know that the Spanish destroyed it all. Because they're dicks. <laughs> there are two theories claiming that the Maya disappearance is linked to aliens. Since I'm editing this on a Monday, I've decided to include this lighthearted piece of fiction because I fully agree with Garfield's sentiment on Mondays. Firstly, there's the belief that the ancient Maya had contact with aliens. Apparently, proof of this contact can be found in translations of codices that have been kept in secure underground vaults by the government. Because, of course, they are. Some blame the Mexican government, while others blame the US. Regardless, it's governments. It's always as big, big. Maya trying to keep it secret. You just can't trust them. Some also claim there's evidence of landing pads in the jungle that are around 3,000 years old. They think someone has been watching too much Stargate. Yeah, I love Stargate though. I recently uh, rewatched a bunch of Stargate. Very enjoyable still. Claims about aliens visiting the Americas from outer space, not just Europe, has been floating around for decades and started with Eric von Daniken around 1968. He also claimed that aliens built the pyramids in Egypt, but that's a script for another time. According to this contact with aliens version of events, the Maya was either abducted by aliens or perhaps they left voluntarily. Others believed that thanks to alien influence, the Maya were so advanced they built their own spacecraft and left the planet. And can we blame them? Another theory claims that the Maya were aliens, or rather, their ancestors were aliens. Apparently, the Maya were fascinated with the stars, especially Venus, because that's where they came from. There was an explosion on their home planet, so they packed their bags, came to Earth, where they lived for a couple of thousand years, and then left. It's, just, it's, it's. I know Wills has said, like, I'm just going to share this bit of fiction with you, but it's just fiction. And if this was fiction, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't even be interesting fiction, which, as I've said many times, is why people will label it as fact in order to sell a book. The Maya disappeared because they returned from whence they came. Space. Why did they leave? Well, my guess is they didn't want to learn Spanish, but others claim their power source was running out. Living in a country with constant power outages, I understand the frustration. If space was an option, I would take it. Ilza lives in South Africa, I believe, where they do... The most thing I remember most about South Africa, I went there a few years ago, went to Cape Town. It was insanely windy. Like, unbelievable. Like, I, it was unusually windy, but I was just walking down the street. Just ba -ba -da -ba -ba, and it's getting like blown over and a satellite dish is blowing down the street and i'm like what the fuck's going on and obviously it got blown off a building had landed in the street and was a big satellite not like one of those little mini dishes that you see on houses but a proper fuck off satellite dish is just being blown down the street and i'm like good lord and i was there for like two weeks and it was so windy the whole time However, as much as I enjoy sci-fi and aliens, I think we can all agree that aliens probably had nothing to do with it. So, if not the Spanish or aliens, what happened to the once great Maya civilization? Why did this advanced society simply collapse? A lot of research has been done over the past 10 years, and based on the findings, the mystery of the Maya collapse must have been solved, might have been solved. So, let's consider a more likely and down-to-earth theory for what actually happened. A series of unfortunate events. In the early days of research and theorizing about what led to the demise of the Maya, the idea that the Maya was wiped out by a single catastrophe was quite popular. The fan favorites were all the usual suspects of any disaster movie, an earthquake, a volcanic eruption, or a disease epidemic that swept through and basically killed everyone or almost everyone in a short period of time. 
The handful of survivors promptly stopped building temples and fled their cities, leaving behind most of their belongings. The abandoned cities were left to fall into ruin and, and finally were reclaimed by the jungle. Today, this sudden catastrophe theory is mostly disregarded by archaeologists, though it's still a favorite among the aliens did it crowd. However, we know that the collapse of the Maya civilization wasn't one uninterrupted continuous decline. Some city-states recovered, others even flourished before finally disappearing. The current theory is that it was just a series of events kicked off by a drought which finally led to the downfall of the Maya. Things I know about being real. Droughts. Often. Common things. Hosepipe bans. Whatever. Those happen. Things that don't happen. Aliens. Access to clean water is probably one of the most important factors when it comes to human survival, so most ancient civilizations built their cities close to bodies of fresh water, like rivers or lakes. I always think about that, that saying. It's not really a saying, but you know, however it goes. Like, three minutes without air, three days without water, three weeks without food. And it's like, that's what... It's, isn't it crazy that we are just dead in three minutes, basically, if we don't have air? And I know, I know it's like, well, Simon, obviously. But it's kind of wild, isn't it? Like, we need that thing so badly that if we just stopped getting it, we'd be dead in minutes. Everybody, everyone on the world can't survive without air. Just like that. And then water, three days. Food, three weeks. We're a very fragile species. Does that, does that, it's not surprising. But does that not alarm either? But it's just like, whoa. That's kind of wild. That just if someone took away my air right now, I'd be dead real quick. Real quick. So most ancient civilizations built their cities close to bodies of fresh water, like rivers or lakes. However, the Maya broke this rule as many of their cities were built far away from perennial groundwater sources. Why they chose to do this is unclear, but they got around the restrictions by building dams and reservoirs. The most powerful Maya rulers depended on these water reservoirs to draw farmers to their cities, especially during the annual dry seasons, as the reservoirs provided ample clean drinking water. This was a good system, and the Maya survived a number of droughts, so things were working really rather well. Sadly, this didn't last, and while the Maya had a very good understanding of their environment and how to survive in it, things were about to go sideways. Researchers analyzed the oxygen and hydrogen isotopes in sediment from the Lake Chichenacanab on the Yucatan Peninsula. The lake is close enough to the heart of the Maya civilization to give researchers a good idea of what the climate was like toward the final days of the Maya. With this data in mind, research <laughs> academics are so brainy, they're like, we're analyzing atoms, we're analyzing like hydrogen and oxygen and figuring out what happened to the mire and I'm like oh my god <laughs> it's just like when you it's like when I think about anything like really high science like looking you know when they're like oh there's a planet around that star you're like I know they do the thing where the planet moves in front of the the sun and they're like but they can tell how far away it is and I'm like it's basically if someone was like trying and figure out how that works I'd be like nope just no shot I'm just not and I know they're building on past research and stuff and I'm sure if I was trained in it I'd be like I'd understand it properly but it's like, it's, it's just wild. Like, how far away my simple brain is from understanding stuff like that. It's like a friend of mine's a scientist, like he's a neuroscientist, and he does all this complicated shit, and whenever he tries to explain it, I'm like, all right, mate, yeah, it's just big brain stuff, isn't it? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He's like, well, I'm trying to work out what's going wrong in this section of the brain by doing this. And I'm like, okay, okay. It's going well, is it, mate? 
<laughs> One time he was like, no. Worked on this thing for years. Turns out that my hypothesis was totally wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, so you spent years trying to figure this out? He's like, yeah, I mean, it is useful that it was wrong because now we don't have to go look down that avenue. But it was wrong. I wish it was right. <laughs> I'm like, God damn, years? Without data in hand, researchers were able to determine the rainfall levels fell by 41 to 54% in the area surrounding the lake for several long periods over roughly 400 years, and the humidity in the area dropped by 2 to 7%. The Maya had faced droughts before, but not like this. If it was only the rainfall that decreased, the Maya might have survived, but due to human intervention, the situation spiraled out of control really rather quickly. Researchers from Arizona State University analyzed archaeological data from across the Yucatan and found a devastating combination, a severe reduction in rainfall along with rapid deforestation. As the Maya population and cities grew, the inhabitants needed to clear more and more of the forests and jungles for farmland to plant more crops. Uh-oh. The corn that once allowed the population to explode now became an ecological disaster disaster in the making. Isn't that what happened similar to the, uh, was it the Dust Bowl? Where they deforested all that stuff and then did do like crop rotation and then there was loads of dust and there was a bowl or something and everyone was like really bad. <laughs> Good job on your American history there, Simon. The huge temples and other grand structures didn't help the situation either. Massive, oh, they did. They could sacrifice those children. Do those blood sacrifices. That'll help. Come on. Massive amounts of wood were burned in order to cook the lime plaster used in the construction. Oh, yeah, that too. Some experts estimate that it took around 20 trees to produce one square meter of cityscape. To give you some idea of the ecological impact that had, the city of Tikal was around 130 square kilometers. I'm a writer. I don't math, but I know that's a lot of trees. Yes, it is. Unfortunately, all this deforestation made the drought even worse. A study by Columbia University found that cleared land absorbed less solar radiation, leading to less water evaporation, which affects the making of clouds and thus affects rainfall. Oh my god. Big brain scientists at it again. Of course, things go now from bad to even worse. Other than affecting the rainfall, the rapid deforestation also led to erosion and soil depletion. The combination of persistent droughts and poor soil meant crops started failing. Considering the population density in, Maya, in the Maya cities at the time, this was a catastrophe. The densely populated cities were left with a shortage of food and drinking water. The Maya survived droughts in the past, but due to the length of the droughts and the frequency, they were unable to make up the loss in food production, even when they had little more rainfall in between the droughts. However, a loss of food wasn't the only consequence of the droughts. The elite of Maya society relied on trade along with crop surplus for their wealth. The lower rainfall affected the rivers and caused a shift in trade routes. Instead of trading overland, trade shifted to sea routes, leaving cities far away from the coast with no way to trade. Without their trade routes and surplus corn, the elite and the rulers started losing not only wealth but also power, which led to civil unrest. As mentioned before, the Maya weren't the tree-hugging pacifists they're sometimes depicted as. <laughs> no. City-states and their rulers clashed frequently and viciously, and one city-state was often invading another. We know that- was it the Maya were doing the Charles? It might have been the Incas or whatever. I get them all confused. But somebody was sacrificing people on those temples, right? We know that some city-states grew while others failed, so it's plausible that, sensing weakness in their rival, some rulers saw the droughts in one area as an opportunity to win over some lands, wealth, and subjects. Warfare has a tendency to deplete resources even further, which would have added to an already dire situation. Alternatively, or additionally, the dwindling resources could have led to the peasants saying that they'd had enough. With an ever-growing population, especially in the big cities, it would be the working class that find themselves responsible for producing more food, building 
building temples, clearing rainforests, and mining obsidian and jade, among other tasks needed for the smooth operation of a city. With food becoming scarce due to overfarming, available lands, and the extended droughts, the idea that an overlooked and possibly starving working class decided to overthrow the, throw the ruling elite becomes a real possibility. As the French can tell you, starving peasants is never a good thing. An excavation of the city of Uxal, a Maya city in Mexico, revealed a mass grave with 24 bodies that had most likely been killed and decapitated at around the same time. Oh my god, just throw a guillotine in there and you're like, that is the French Revolution. Some of the bodies had jade tooth decorations, which was a sign of high social standing in Maya society. Did the working class have enough of their nobles and decide to get rid of them? It seems that in the city of Uxal, at least, that was a real possibility. Yeah, it does just seem like one thing led to this, and this led to that, and then this led to this, and then it all went to shit. It's a, that, it just seems like that's exactly what happened. It was just a chain of events. Of course, not every city decided to off their nobles. However, with the drought, food shortages, and water shortages, I'm pretty sure the Maya subjects began to lose trust in their government. The Maya rulers, in a move that probably seemed like a good idea at the time, presented themselves as a link between the people and the gods. Yeah, that's familiar, isn't it? Wasn't it like the king, the like British king or whatever English king, was like used to be regarded as he is God's like word, he is the mouthpiece of God, which is pretty wild. Like, that's a good scam, isn't it? The rulers practiced bloodletting, sacrificing their own blood to their gods, and believed that the rulers became gods when they died. If you're supposed to have a link to the gods and the rain stops falling and the crops stop growing, well, the people might think that you displeased the gods. With rulers getting on the wrong side of their deities, the working Maya probably felt that they'd been abandoned by the gods. There's nothing like a loss of faith in both the government and perhaps even the gods to throw a society into complete chaos. With people starving in the cities and rulers unable to win back the favor of the gods, and the people the people made the only choice they could to ensure their survival those that were left finally abandoned their grand cities while some societies would be able to bounce back from a disaster a decimated population and possibly a complete loss of trust in the government and maybe even the gods meant the maya never returned to the great cities and tried to rebuild their society have a contrary to the sensational stories the maya didn't simply vanish on March 13, 1697, the last city of the Maya, Noi Petén, fell. And yes, we could totally blame the Spanish for this one. However, even today, over 40% of Guatemalans have Maya ancestry, and descendants of the Maya can be found in Belize, El Salvador, and Honduras. Around 6 million or more people still speak a variety of Maya dialects, so the Maya people, their language, and their culture is still very much with us. And thanks to the dedication of countless archaeologists over the years, we might even be able to recover some of the history that was lost when the Spanish arrived. It sounds like we've got a pretty good idea of what happened. Man-made environmental disaster um, led to people not liking their leaders, and they had a revolt, and they overthrew their governments, and then they had a different society, even though many of them were still around. Boom. Case closed. Easy. Conclusion. Stories of unexplained mass disappearances have always been popular, and the idea that an advanced society simply vanished definitely makes for a far more entertaining tale. However, the fact is that the Maya, for all their understanding of the world around them and their advanced knowledge of maths and astronomy, were still pretty human. They waged war, and they were at the mercy of rulers that sometimes considered their own wealth and power as more important than the quality of life of their subjects. Their population exploded, their environment changed, and in the end, all their knowledge of the stars couldn't save them from themselves. It's a play that's been performed over and over by many advanced societies over thousands of years. Personally, I like the idea that at least one city had the foresight to contact aliens, build a ship, and shoot themselves into space before the whole pyramid of cards came tumbling down. Who knows? Maybe they found themselves a nice jungle planet, and one day we'll finally dig up that Stargate in Egypt and we can all go visit. Yes, it sounds nice. <laughs> It's not real, though. Thank you for being here. This has been an episode, a short episode today of Decoding the Unknown. 
If you liked it, please leave it a review. If you're watching on YouTube, hello there. Please like and subscribe, and I'll see you next time. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.